My world comes to an end at 10.43 on a Friday night, when the elevator lurches to a stop between the 8th and 7th floor of the building that houses the engineering firm where I work. The ceiling lights flicker, then go off completely. Then, after a stretch that lasts about five seconds but feels like several decades, come back with the slightly yellower tinge of the emergency bulb. Crap. Fun fact, this is actually the second time my world came to an end tonight. The first was less than a minute ago, when the elevator I'm riding stopped on the 13th floor, and Eric Novak, the last person I ever wanted to see, appeared in all his blonde, massive, Viking-like glory. He studied me for what felt like too long, took a step inside, and then studied me some more while I avidly inspected the tips of my shoes. Re-crap. It's a slightly complicated situation. I work in New York City, and my company, Greenframe, rents a small office on the 18th floor of a Manhattan building. Very small. It has to be very small because we're a baby firm, still establishing ourselves in a pretty cutthroat market. And we don't always make a ton of money. I guess that's what happens when you value things like sustainability, environmental protection, economic viability and efficiency, renewability rather than depletion, minimization of exposure to potential hazards such as toxic materials, and, well, I won't bore you with the Wikipedia entry on green engineering. Suffice it to say, my boss, Gianna, who coincidentally is the only other engineer working full-time at the firm, founded Greenframe with the aim of creating great structures that actually make sense within their environment and is delightfully, crunchily hardcore about it. Unfortunately, that doesn't always pay very well, or well, or at all. So yeah, like I said, a slightly complicated situation, especially when compared with more traditional engineering companies that don't focus as much on conservation and pollution control, like ProBuild, the giant firm where Eric Novak works, the one that takes up the whole 13th floor, and the 12th, maybe the 11th too, I lost track. So when the elevator began to slow down around the 14th floor, I felt a surge of apprehension, which I naively discarded as mere paranoia. You have nothing to worry about, Sadie, I told myself. ProBuild has tons of offices, they're always expanding, orchestrating mergers and eating up smaller firms, like the blob. They are truly the corrosive alien amoeboidal entity of the business, which translates to hundreds of people working for them, which in turn means that any one out of those hundreds of people could be calling the elevator. Anyone. There's no way it's Eric Novak. Yeah. No. It was Eric Novak, all right with his massive, colossal presence. Eric Novak, who spent the entirety of our five-floor ride staring at me with those ruthless, icy blue eyes of his. Eric Novak, who's currently looking up at the emergency light with a slight frown. The power's out, he says. An obvious statement, with that stupidly deep voice of his. It hasn't changed one whit since the last time we talked nor since that string of messages he left on my phone before I blocked his number. The ones that I never bothered answering, but also couldn't quite bring myself to delete. 
the ones I could not stop myself from listening to over and over and over.